Hey metalheads, you like tattoos? Of course you do. If you're in the Louisville, Kentucky area, come on over the bridge to Clarksville, Indiana and get you some ink done at Ageless Art. If ink isn't your thing, they have a piercing studio as well. Visit agelessartclarksville.com to see some frequently asked questions, meet the staff. The shop is open Monday through Thursday, 12 to 8 p.m., Saturdays, 12 to 10 p.m., and Sundays, 12 to 6 p.m., all appointment-only spots. You can set up your appointments by phone at 812-283-1793 or email piercing at gmail.com and someone will get you set up for your first or your next tattoo or piercing. Hey, Metalheads, after going to a Rager, what's your ultimate go-to? Mine is totally pizza. So when Overload is playing or I'm promoting the Metal Forge Live showcases or the big goddamn metal show, I go to Pizza Donisi. Pizza Donisi is gourmet artisan pizza from right here in Louisville, Kentucky. It features things like the pizza of the month, the sandwiches, and also vegetarian and vegan options, which is so totally fucking cool for all, all of it's It's awesome pizza. You definitely want to go. Hey, and also, from time to time, they do cannolis. Oh, so fucking good. You know what they said, man. Leave the gun, take the cannoli. Yeah, just like that in Godfather. They're located right next to the Mag Bar at 1396 South 2nd Street. So either stop in or call in at 502-213-0488. They're open till midnight. The witching hour. Heineken? Fuck that shit! Pabst Blue Ribbon! Hey, metalheads, you all hear me talk about Magbar all the time. It is the home to the Metal Forge Live showcases and is an integral stop in the ultimate underground metal tour schedule. They obviously feature live music, but the Magbar also has daily specials like Pint and Slice Night on Tuesdays with Pizza Donisi. But they also do Bring Your Own Vinyl on Thursdays with DJ Kent Jackson. And Finer Things Sundays. Located right next to Pizza Donisi at 1398 South 2nd Street. Open 3 p.m. to 4 a.m. seven days a week. Get your asses out to the Mag Bar. Rock out. For 45 years in keeping Louisville weird, Electric Ladyland has been there for all your eccentricities. While they do offer the best smoking supplies out on the market today, there's a whole lot more to check out. From ashtrays and blacklight posters, to records, incense and burners, and items to stock your metaphysical supply. They're open from 10 to 10, 7 days a week. Located at 2325 Bardstown Road in Louisville, Kentucky, and at electricladyland420.com. Roll out. 
going on metalheads thank you all for tuning in to this week's episode of the metal forge my name is mark jackson and i am your host that's fucking right how the fuck are you all this week man like i'm all right you know i, I know i say that i'm like hey man i'm all right you know uh, i mean it ebbs and it flows right we go through good times we go through bad times we go through the times that you, you know that are fucking awesome and ones that suck ass i mean Currently, I'm uh, I'm just coasting. I'm watching a lot of Next Generation right now, which is really fucking cool uh, because I know on uh, there's so much going on with Flame Keeper and the Metal Forge and everything. It's kind of hard to keep straight sometimes. Uh, so going into 2024, we're gonna we're gonna fix that for everybody. Uh, so no, uh, this week is uh, Braun from the band Crop. From Lexington, Kentucky, Stoner, Doom, Groove. Uh, I'm, you know, I hate saying what's what and oh, that's death metal or that's thrash or that's thrash death or black thrash. You know, I hate that because there's so many subgenres and shit like that. But like, so I always like to let everybody, you know, just either a define themselves or you know just hey people like what they like you know and these dudes really fucking kick ass they're from Lexington Kentucky uh, which seems to have a pretty good you know uh, doom scene down there you know there's a lot of heavy fucking bands that come from that area these guys Stormtoker uh, Bastard Sons of a Judas Goat Kerr fucking uh, the Hookers uh, came from there originally so, yeah, man, there's a totally fucking uh, bunch of cool shit. But anyway, yeah, we're going to be talking with him here in just a few. He's going to be calling in. We're going to hang out for a minute. Uh, nothing else is really planned other than, hey, what do you guys want for the holiday season? Uh, what's your what's your go-to? What do you all like to do? Uh, me, personally, me and my brother usually go out to eat uh, a week or two before, uh, you know, Christmas and things like that. We, we might just bullshit and chat and, and have, have dinner. Uh, we haven't done it for a couple of years because of the whole COVID thing. Uh, we did it last year, but hopefully we'll get back to it. You know, that's, that's always a fun one. I love doing that. Uh, you know, I love uh, dropping in on people and being like, hey, how are you doing? I hope you're having it. You know, hope everything's cool, you know. And seeing seeing people that you haven't seen, it always just makes it seem a little bit more special around the holidays, I think, which is which is totally cool. So uh, 
I want to give a shout out to Sheila and Rodney. You know, I haven't seen Rodney for a while. Sheila, thank you. It was so great to see you the other day. Hopefully you hear this. It was so awesome. Thank you all so much. Uh, but yeah, man, like, uh, what are you all looking forward to in um, the, you know, what's coming up? You all like to go out and look at, like, Christmas lights? You do that shit, you know? Uh, I used to, uh, because it, it's kind of cool sometimes, especially you get, like, the people who are, like, fucking really in tune, and they there's the radio station dedicated to it, and it's like, tune in to 88.9. And it's just like this whole fucking sync, sync together fucking light show. Those are rad as shit. Uh, I saw one one time where somebody had their own PA system and did that. And it was to like the uh, uh, Christmas vacation where Clark loses his shit. I'm gonna have the hap hap hap. You know that scene? It's totally fucking funny shit. But anyway, I'm digressing a lot here. I don't know where I'm going with these. Um, but anyway, no, uh, things that I'm looking forward to in 2024, I always look forward to bands putting out new material. Uh, always look at, like, merch and shit like that to see, like, what's the cool merch that's going to hit? What's the cool shows that are going to hit? Uh, so, and and I, I always sit there and say, hey, I'd like to go to that show. I'd like to go to that show. And... Believe me, the the opportunities have been there, but you know it's just like sometimes it's things come up and things just suck sometimes. But hey, it is what it is, you know. And do what you do and have fun with it. But just hey, in the in the stuff below, uh, on at least on Spotify, you can go through and actually answer questions and do all that stuff. So hey, if you get the chance. Go down there and say, it'll ask what you think of the show. Hey, if there's anything you want to put in there by talking about any of the topics of conversation, do it. I will uh, I will get back with you. I will bring it up on the show. Um, if there's anything that you want to talk about that you see on another show of ours at Flamekeeper, whether it be the Alehorn, the Mudhorn, Assault and Battery, or Metal on a Budget, or any of the Unsleeves, we do accept um, things for our Unsleeve shows. Uh, as well so yeah hit us up you know uh, you can hit me up directly at metalforgeradio at gmail.com or through any of the uh, Metal Forge uh, social media pages as well as the flamekeeper.vip uh, pages as well so we're going to go ahead and listen to some crop here this is the recording that they put out back in May this is 1056 
What's going on, Metalheads? We've already been cracking up here while that song was playing. You know, the newest song, 1056, uh, from the band Crop, who I have brawn in kind of the Metal Forge. Uh, we're on uh, FaceTime, which this is a, a rare occurrence. Usually I'm doing the Zoom thing. But, dude, what's up? Man, you know, just hanging out, having some chuckles with you. Uh Really enjoying the end of uh, 2023, man. I feel like Croc kind of we hit it. We hit a good stride in 2023. I think we ended pretty close to 40 shows this year. Wow. Um, maybe like 37, maybe 38. I'd have to go back, but like it's it's it was maybe even 40. I, I'm not sure, but it's somewhere right in that area. Right, because you all played all over the place, too. You all played in Asheville this year. Yeah, we did Asheville. We did Johnson City. We did Winston-Salem. Um, Pittsburgh. Gosh, shout out to my Pittsburgh guys, first of all. Right. Like those, those cats party. Like, you think you're going to go somewhere and get belligerently drunk? Like, Pittsburgh <laughs> will show you what belligerently drunk means. And they'll get you that drunk before you play. Oh, yes. See, that's how uh, I remember St. Louis being for me. Uh, we were there in a January one year, and and it was fucking football season. And, of course, uh, the uh, the Rams were playing and when they were still there, right? And fucking it was such a miserable fucking turnout that, like, Everybody was pissed that they lost, and they're throwing shit, and they're fucking throwing fucking rocks glasses on the fucking floor, and it's like, oh, geez, guys, are we going to make it through this? (laughs) (laughs) I uh, I lived in Lexington during, like, what, 2012 when they won the national championship. I actually lived, like, downtown. Like, there was a couch burning across the street from my house. Oh, wow. When all that shit was going on, and, uh... Our, our guitarist, Zach's a huge UK fan. Huge. I mean, I, I could give or take on sports. I, like, I'd rather sit in my room and play bass. Right. I, I'd rather just listen to records. I, I, like, I don't care that much. But, like, dude, like, if we're playing a show and there's a TV across the bar, like, he will sit and riff out, play solos. And, and watch, watch the, the game. game. <laughs> and watch the fucking game. Like, he'll headbang and come back up and, like, oh, that's the score, and then go back into it. That's it, great. Hey man, you know I'm not gonna lie. I've been in a, I've played in a bar when wrestling's been go, going on, and I've watched the wrestling match on TV. You know, if it was <laughs> wrestling, I'd watch that shit. <laughs> um, like, old school '90s wrestling, even better. You know. Oh yeah! Shout out to you know, shout out to Magbar uh, and Pizza Denise, sponsors of the Metal Forge, for actually playing old school like Crockett. Uh, territory wrestling in the in the front bar on like Friday and Saturday nights late night. Yeah, shout out to Magbar anyway. Oh that. yeah, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> like, like Magbar is one of those. So uh, funny story. Um, Crop's not been around that long, obviously. Right. Um, we like you know we kind of started at the cusp of COVID. We played our first show with Storm Toker. Um, maybe March. Of we don't mention their name here. No? No. No Storm Toker? No, no Storm Toker. Okay. Nah, I'm fucking with you. I love those fuckers. <laughs> I love them to death and they're the they're the ever elusive band. They in they were originally scheduled to be on the radio version of this show and have yet to appear on this show. <laughs> 
years at this point or something. I know. Fuck have they not been on here? I know. I it, know. it just never works out because I refuse. Because I love those guys so much. I refuse to have them on Zoom or anything because they live in Lexington. You know? I yeah, I know. But you're different, though. <laughs> them I want to actually be in studio. And I mean, I would actually love to have had you in studio had we had more coordination and my dumb ass not set this up last night. <laughs> fine, man. Um, so our, our first show was like uh, uh, February of 2020. It was like a David, David's birthday party. And like we had just had our like Andrew, our drummer, for like maybe two months. We've been like, we went through like six drummers before Andrew. And I've been playing with Andrew for years, but I wanted him to want to be in crop. Right. And he, he came up to me and he's like we like we had a couple demos and I sent them to him and he's like man I just quit my band like like if you guys need a drummer and I was like yo dude like we just had a guy quit like yeah man like hop in and play and like it just came together like that and Hell it was yeah. so cool because like we've been trying so hard to write songs and then like we booked that show we played it like it was fun it was with Storm Toker and a band called Forest it was super awesome and then now was that at Green Lantern or Owls. It was, so it was at Al's sidecar. Okay. And it was like literally a room that probably legally held 12 people. hundred <laughs> people in this room. It was insane. Like, and then 20 minutes later, COVID shut the whole world down. Right. So Croc got this cool opportunity to like step back and just write that first EP. And like, I the practice room's at my house. Like, none of us live, like, close to our grandparents or our parents, really. So, like, we don't get to see them all the time. So, like, during COVID, we're like, man, like, let's just have a bubble where we drink together twice a week and play music. Right. Which, you know, at the time, we were, like, very hush-hush about it because it's like, we don't want to, you know, we don't want to get in trouble doing this. Like, like you know, whatever. You know, it's a weird time. It's Wild Wild West at that point. Yeah. And the amount of COVID just fucking swinging, man. Um, as soon as bars opened, as soon as stuff opened, we just, uh, David hit us up, wanted to do his first Holler of Doom, um, and we hopped on that. We played one show before that. Our next show after that was, like, with Scryer at Langern. Uh, I was drunk at a Finer Things uh, Sunday at Magbar. <laughs> she threw us on a show with um, with uh, Bad Wires and Extinction AD on, like, a Wednesday. Right. And Really, like those four shows just kind of set our trajectory. That that's what where we we just started playing and playing and playing, and then she asked us to do a run the following spring, and we took it. And then, man, I guess shout out to the She Boys. Man. Oh they yes, so sweet to us. And like literally, without those cats, like we would not be on the road. We would not be doing it. We would be sitting in Lexington, twiddling our thumbs, figuring out how to do stuff. Like Bob showed me so much. Like Bob's just a sweetheart. The way, man. Torch, you know? Yeah. Bob's a Bob's a true metal sweetheart in oh, in the God. show in the show scene and everything. And you know, definitely a shout out to him. And I'm gonna put this in the in the comments, uh or not in the comments, but you know, in the description below. Bob actually has a tour helper compendium of the Midwest. Oh yeah. Uh and you know, that is such a great tool to have. It's got uh, bands, it has venues, it has agents, it has festivals, and and it goes from Michigan to uh, North Dakota, some in Texas, uh, all the way through like Ohio and Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and all those places down the whole like East Coast, and 
all of that cool shit. So definitely going to uh, put that in the uh, in the description below. I don't know why my, I never did it anyways. I've been sitting here, my bowl's been clogged this whole time. I'm trying to break it loose, man, and I just got it. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> Hell good. yeah. So... Okay, I in the monologue, I always like to talk about a little bit of the stuff regarding some of the bands and, and whatnot, but I always like to... I hate over-genrification of metal. And I I hate that there's like... It's like sub-genre, sub-genre. Sub-genre again. You know, black stoner groove doom. You know, it's like, does that... What do you consider crop? What is We're crop? The loudest rock and roll band that's on the on the regional scale right now. And like, I mean, we're 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 loud as fuck. We're aggressive as fuck. And I, even with Mark on, on vocals, man, I, I still consider us a rock and roll band, dude. Like, right. And, and, like, and that's how I consider Sabbath a rock and roll band. I consider Metallica at this point like a rock and roll band. Motley Crue's a rock and roll band. Like to me, metal doesn't really get metal till later later in metal metal. Right. You know? Well, and and you know that's the thing too. Motorhead always consider themselves a rock and roll band. But and they're like the Godfathers, dude. They're the Godfathers of fucking thrash, man. Yeah, you know? absolutely. And it it all starts somewhere. And yeah, I dig the whole rock thing because you know listening to the EP and I refreshed myself on it today. Yeah. And what's so fucking rad to me about that about the the EP is I hear. The, the Sabbath influence. I hear, you know, the, the ultimate heavy influence with that shit. But then again, like some vocally, I hear things like Chris Cornell. Oh, yeah. Shannon I hear a lot of uh, I hear a lot of Soundgarden, Alice in Chains era stuff, like in the 90s grunge, which okay. I think this area, uh, the, the, the Ohio Valley that we're in here... I think that era hit us like real grassroots Americana music. Yeah. We could relate to it. Yeah. Oh, it's just sad, man. It's so sad, but it's like, you know, like that, that, like, I, I hate that that gets labeled grunge. I hate that Alice in Chains and Soundgarden are grunge bands, you right. know? Because, like, I, I think that's the, the, the that, parlance of the time, though. That, those bands that, like, grunge didn't have. No. And like, dude, like, I mean, I don't know, man. Yeah, I, I like, I love both of those bands, and like, Mark's hella influence. Like, really, man, go listen to that first Blonde Melon album, right? And like, listen to Shannon Hoon just felt, and that's like Mark's, like, that's like, that's is that Mark's. his spirit animal? I like, I like to say Mark's somewhere between like, like if 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 uh, Lane Staley, Chris Cornell, Shannon Hoon, and Janis Joplin had a gross orgy, and you didn't know oh. who the father of the baby was, that's Mark, man. Wow. Like, yeah, and, like, he's just so raspy, and, like, he's the only cat I've ever played with. Like, he does not warm his voice up. Like, he's like a tube amp. You plug the fuck in, turn it on, and run for 30 minutes. And, like, he can do it night after night after night after night, and, like, it not change. Dude, that's rad as shit, man. Like, because that's that's a testament. His fucking throat, it's insane. And like, he can sing, he can sing like an angel. But man, he's just got this banshee fucking scream, right? That it's still got a vocal tone to where he's singing. It's like, man, I'd like the f- cool story. The first time I ever met Mark, 
he was singing in a different band and it was their first show and I saw him play. They played at the land and I'm not going to mention the band because like, you know, whatever. But he was playing with these cats and I saw him sing and the first thing I saw was like, I've got to talk to this guy. And I got all fucking drunk and I walk up to him and I'm like, man, look here. It's easy to do there. Your band sucks. But if you ever want to be in a really cool heavy band, come find me. My name's Braun. This is my phone number. Hit me up. And literally, like, probably a year and a half to that date, he calls me one day, and he's like, and we'd hung out, we'd drink a few times after that, but we weren't, like, we were building a friendship at that point. Right. And then he calls me one day, and he's like, bro, they kicked me out because I partied too hard. And I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> Are you a rock and roll band? What does that mean, you party too hard? He's like, yeah, they kicked me out, I party too hard. And I'm like, bro, I'll have you abandoned in, like, two weeks. Dude, don't worry about it. And then crap started. Wow. Like, I wanted him. He, he, like, Mark is, Mark makes it, man. He's the fucking, like, that chef's kiss. Yeah. Like, 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 crowd's cool, but, like, Mark just sets it off, man. And, like, not saying we're not all good or not all whatever. It takes us all to tango, baby. It takes all four of us to make that fucking dance. But Mark just sets the fucking napalm off. Right. And I was thinking about that earlier and how how everything was just... <laughs> On the EP, everything just clicks in ev- everywhere it should. Like, I don't know if it's like... It's like when you go back and listen to something like Dope Smoker. How you just sit there and once you start the album, you just kind of lay back and it, and it just does its thing. Yeah. And this your EP does that as well, I think. Which is great. But it's also, like, for me, like, you know, ADHD, undiagnosed brain, I'm like, wait a minute, what the fuck was that? And have to go back and restart shit, and it's like, like, fuck! Like, even with Dope Smoker, I refuse to restart stuff, because Mm -hmm. I'll always go back. So, like, I'm a big fan of albums, I love albums front to back, like, every time I'm, like... I was in a band before Crop, and, like, we had this album, and it was an instrumental band, and, like, I just wanted that album to be one song. And I, at that point, I'd never even heard of Sleep. I didn't know a band had already done that. I was like, man, I got this cool original idea. Right. This band have, have this song. And then, so, I, like, from that band, that's where, like, I played with Andrew. And, man, he's just such a weird drummer to play with, like. And, and I've played with him for so long, I don't really know how to play, like, I don't know how to play bass with a drummer that's very just, like, Hi-hat, straightforward, good drummer, but, like, Andrew's just so open and loose. Right. And I feel like he's made my bass playing so loose that, like, we're sloppy together and it makes sense, you know? Right, no, and I and I think that stands the true test of the, the, the rhythm dynamic. Yeah. You yeah. know, me being a bass player playing with the various drummers in my time that I've played with, whether it be in Overload or in Ice Howl or you know, dissonance way back in the day. Probably like, yeah, I'm about 40. I'm I'm about 40. (laughs) Yeah. uh, I actually turned 40 back in April. Um, Oh, dude, dude, I turned 37 like, and and on the 22nd. Oh, wow. Hell yeah, man. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, dude, I've been like for years, man, I've been fucking here. I crops finally, like, I'm so grateful for crop because crops finally, like one of those opportunities where for some reason, people like your fucking band. And I've been in so many bands, and, like, it's just nice, man. It's just, yeah, like... It, yeah, there's a rewarding hard. aspect to it that feels good. Which is so great, too, because the EP was all self-released. Yes. 
And now nowadays, you know, a label, quote, that whole label deal shit, like, nobody's getting picked up by, like, Sony. And you know what I'm saying? There's, like, those bands on those labels, like the Metallicas and the fucking Aussies and... No, it doesn't exist. That world doesn't exist to us. No, it doesn't. So it doesn't exist to like us, salt of the earth musicians. That dude, honestly, I'm in it for love, man. I don't make yeah, money. for sure. But I'm no, not, I'm not getting a royalty check from anything. <laughs> like if anything, that's I'm fun. Waiting, I will say that left, my wife's not left me yet. Like between buying gear and putting out albums and going on the road for days at a time, like. Dude, it's coming out of pocket, man. I'm not oh, yeah. Lie. Dude, like, I think I'll... that's with everybody. It's all a labor of love at this point. Oh, dude, 100%. And, and even still, even as much as I hate to say it, on certain bands out there, uh, I think it's still a labor of love for those bands, too. Uh, that... It, I don't know. I'd like to sit there and to say to think that Megadeth is really just doing it because they have to, rather than that they want to. <laughs> you know, like Kiss did I, it because they they were they they just wanted to. What what keeps me going in all this, and it's even meeting you. This is honestly this is the first time we've really ever talked. Right. I mean, but we've like, talked at the bar a couple of times, this, but nothing like what, what, this. What feeds me is is fucking passion, man. Yes. Pa- your passion, and if I meet guys like you, like Bob, like Trent fucking Combs, like fucking like uh, Josh Flowers from Swamp Rock, Mikey Burke from fucking Season of the Witch, Chloe from Wind Rider, all these people that are so so full of passion. Yeah, so, I mean, and like I got goosebumps right now just talking about, and that's that's my love for that. It's like meeting these cats, going out, going and playing shows with them, the Horse Burner guys. God, oh, dude, speaking of Horse Burner, yeah, you all just announced that. Uh, by the day we're recording this, because uh, this will actually be out on Friday. <laughs> uh, so yeah, yeah. So by the day we're recording this, you all just announced a little three shot run with Horse Burner uh, in like the little cool fucking. I need a copy of. Holy shit! I hit my elbow and your fucking phone moved. <laughs> uh, I need a. Man. Yeah, right. I need a copy of that flyer because it looks rad as I, shit. And I love old school, one, like, hey, 70s art. I have one. I have one left. And I have a movie poster size. If you want it, yours. I'll be in Louisville during the show. I might be there before. I'll get it to you. If you want that. You poster, have a fucking movie poster size of that? Hold on, hold on. I'll be back. Oh, my God. Dude, that'll go in a fucking frame. It just like, bro, it hits different as a, as like. So like, I have, I mean, you gotta have these guys, right? Oh shit! But, but like, sometimes, sometimes your buddies from Pittsburgh make sure you have a. And it's like, listen to this. You want to hear something cool? Oh my gosh, dude, that is awesome. It sounds like a saw modest mouse used in an album. It does. Dude, that is fucking <laughs> rad as hell. But yeah, man, if you want that, that's yours. Fuck I mean, yeah, that, dude. That'll <laughs> fucking get framed and get put on the wall. Yeah, dude. Uh, I, send me your address. I'll just put a tube and send it to you, man. Okay. Yeah, and you can have it. Yeah, but if you want it, man. Dude, fucking to, for real. Really yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, but I yeah. appreciate that. 
But like, dude, so uh, that's actually Pittsburgh guys. Shout mm-hmm. out to my Pittsburgh guys again. Yeah. Uh, Dad from Riff Zealot. He makes uh, he makes Helen John's hot sauce. He makes crop hot sauce. He makes uh, ooh, there's another Kentucky band. What's the what's the the big Star Trek metal band? Oh, uh, I feel bad if I don't know who they are because I'm a huge Star Trek fan too. Oh man, dude, hold on. Like I gotta. Um. Well, yeah, that's. Uh, what are your fandom? They're on tour. They're like playing all the time. Fucking. Uh. uh God, I'm glad. Galactic Specter or something. No, man. God, I gotta figure it out. I can't. Um. Fuck. Uh, I just bought a. Base cab off their old bass player, uh, <laughs> Jordan River from fucking uh, it's Scri- in the band, Volcondra, uh, huh? Volcondra, yeah, yeah. Fucking Volcondra, man, yeah. Oh, he makes their hot sauce too. He makes Volcondra, so he makes. Shout out to my girl Riff Zellick. <laughs> yeah, for sure, man. He makes uh, like our hot sauce. He makes uh, Howling Giants hot sauce. Volcondra's hot sauce. Uh, he makes cheese hot sauce. You know, uh, actually, man, I'm in the market for a new Metal Forge hot sauce, actually. I might have to reach out because there's been a few people that I've reached out to, and we used to have one. And yeah. ours was originally made from a Lexington maker. So I had a, I had a cool guy hit me up wanting to make a hot sauce. He's a buddy from back in the day. He works with a bunch of bands. And we currently have the Riff Zealous sauce. So me and him came to terms. He's from Michigan, and he decided that, that God, I wish I had him on me. I just want to, like, show you. But, like, he decided, he was like, I want to, I want to like, brand seeds for stoner metal bands. That's cool. So we have our own seed packets on the merch table, and it's eight seeds for 30 bucks. They're non-feminized, so, like, you got a 50-50 chance of the seed being a female, so you can get... Good germination, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. And, I took horticulture class. Yeah. And, but, like, with hemp laws, as long as it's not got THC in it. Right. Legal to sell. Right. And it, but it's it's definitely novelty. Yes. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's novelty. Yes, so, for sure. I mean, it's really tomato seeds. Maybe you should grow them and find out. Hey. Who knows? But th- we have them on our merch table, so it's called Dookie Shoe Seeds. Shout out to Doogie Shoe Seeds. Um, and yeah, he hit us up. And like, it was, it's like the greatest thing ever. Cause like, you know, you go on the road for a couple days. And like, we all have these blue collar jobs where we travel. So like, we try to just build up, like, like I do, uh, I, I do like Holiday Inn Expresses. So I build up the points. Andrew does other hotels. He builds up his points. So when we go on the road, we're like, hey man, do we have, like, we're going out for four five days do we have enough points to get a couple of free hotel rooms so it's like every other day like maybe we could cash in points and get like a nice and it's always it's one and it's four guys like i wear a cpap like darth vader (laughs) and like but on tour i don't take it so i'm like (laughs) (laughs) fucking sounding like smog (laughs) dude hey that is a great that is a great thing to do. Like seriously, if you work in a fucking position to where you can travel or you can fucking rack up the points or you have a friend or a family member who does, that's the greatest thing. 
Like, like if you got somebody that works somewhere and you get a discount on a bit, bro, dude, utilize that shit, man. Like, we're all broke. We're all fucked. Like, even if you got a job and you're not in a van, you're fucking broke, dude. We're all broke right now. Yeah. Like, dude, I, I pop like I pop a fucking a, 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 a trailer, a U-Haul trailer on the back of my Honda Pilot that my wife drives. I give her the work truck for the weekend, and I go. We go play shows, dude. We just like you, fucking make it happen. Nobody's gonna make your dream happen for you. No, just make but it you, happen. yeah. I mean, if you want to fucking go out and play shows, go out and play shows. You want to fucking record albums or record albums, which that's what I was gonna ask you about on the EP. Where? Give me some details. Was that where was that done? Was that done in a, at a home studio? Was that done at a real? I mean, because so it I sounds. Really, I'm gonna say it sounds fucking amazing. Okay. Okay, so I really wish it was like two or three months from now, and like, cause I can't. Okay, this. Okay, so um, we recorded the EP with Jason Groves at Sneak Attack Studio in Lexington, Kentucky. Okay, I've heard of Sneak Attack. There. So Jason Groves was like in Super Fuzz back in the day. Mm-hmm. He was in a band called Rosie Rose. Uh, he was in a band called Asylum on the Hill, and he's like the gnarliest bass player in the. Fuck. Like this cat, like dude, he will like at the end of the set. He was the coolest guy. Like I, I saw him when I was like fourteen years old. He played with Super Fuzz, and he has this Mesa rig that's like nineteen feet fucking tall. Yeah, and he's got this P bass that looks like it's went through a fucking axe grinder, and like he just glued it back together. And the dude, this guy at the end of the set, I swear to God, he turns on every distortion, every boost, every fuzz, every pedal. Blah, 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 blah. Cranks his amp, dons the thing, and tosses his bass across the stage, over the drums, over the guitar, and it just lands. Boom, boom, it skits. And it just... It was the <laughs> loudest thing I've ever heard in my life. And when we started doing Crop, I was like, that's the guy I want to record my album. Right on. Because he did, he, like, he made this thing that like I've dreamed of like just that that and jason groves did it man and he's such a cool guy like he did the toker stuff um he's done some swamp hawk stuff uh he, i think he mastered the last she album okay um and like he's about to announce some new stuff that's like when you see it holy fuck it's crazy like he's so, <laughs> he's so good and like he's like, I want I want everybody asking like, who recorded your album. Like Jason Groves and Sneak Attack, fucking go to Jason Groves, hit him up. He, he's very reasonably priced. You can book a couple of days at a time. You can take your time. Like if you want to produce it yourself, he fucking just lets you do it. He gives you all the best ideas. If you want him to help you, man, he's there and he's so good. Right, man. He's so good, man. And but like he'll see what you're doing. He'll go in and he like. Like I like dude, like he started talking to me and he's like, Bro, you're like you're like you were really into the clash when you were like fourteen, weren't you? And I was like, Oh, you can tell my about bass playing? Like, you can tell by all those fucking walks and like and like with crop I don't do them often. Like I don't like I don't get a like I don't get a like go like with crop I wanna lay back, I wanna let it fucking breathe. Right. But every once in a while I get to do a little something and I get to throw a little flare in there and like that's Man, but that's where bass lives, dude. It's like, it's those moments, man. You gotta fucking backbone that shit. You gotta glue it together. And then every once in a while, I agree. you go, pop! Yeah, baby, that's what we just did. Exactly. 
And, and you know, and I agree with that because I'm that way too as a bass player. Yeah. I'm oh, very yeah. much like a... But we're all that way. I, if you weren't that way, you'd be a rhythm guitarist playing bass. Pretty Think fucking about. much. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I feel fucking seen. <laughs> Man, I've been playing bass since I was eight years old. I started playing bass. Right. I still play bass. I didn't move on to guitar. No, I'm a fucking bass player, dog. Right I'm on. a bass player. I went, I went to college for one semester. I took out a fucking student loan, big-ass student loan. You know what I bought? Not college. I bought an SVT Classic, an 810, and Ernie Ball Music Man, baby. Boom! And I thought I was going to be a professional bass player. I still have all that gear. You know what I didn't go? I didn't go to college. I got a job. That's fine. But I have all that gear still. Right. And it sounds <laughs> fucking amazing now, I'm sure. Oh, dude, man. Oh, I, was, I just wanted to show you it. I mean, so, we'll so let me ask you this. With the, with the current trajectory of, like, music, and, and there's always going to be the people who are on, like, a, that diehard, no fucking way, or that diehard, absolutely. And I'm a very much on-the-fence person because, you know, I could take or leave. But with, like, how things are going where it seems like more and more bands are shifting to a more direct s- signal... Oh, you mean like the fractal guys? Yeah. Well, I mean, not even just the fractal. I mean, because we don't. I mean, because yeah, uh, yeah, well, say for example, overload. Like the, we the play. Yeah, playing without cabs. Bro, there's no world that crop exists without the dumbest amount of gear on that stage. <laughs> if we have the capability. If I can put four SVTs and eight fucking eight tens on that stage, I will do it. Hell yeah. I will four stack them all. I don't care, man. I like I'll, and the guitarists, our drummer man, our drummer loves dumb gear. We're like that we're very traditional in gear. There's no world that crop doesn't exist where the, without the largest back line we can reasonably put in that room. Definitely. If it's a two hundred and fifty cap room, you gotta be you know, it is what it is. If you're putting me in a room that can handle a dumb amount of sound, I'm gonna do it. Well yeah. I'm gonna do fucking do it. I think I'm that's not- what all of us say is we all want to just fucking push it to its limit. But um no, I just think that I think that Now, okay, so hold on. I will say this though. I have recently seen a few bands on the bigger scale uh like you know, uh, me, me and my wife went on vacation and we were down in Florida and she re- she likes the band Garbage. And they happen okay. to be they happen to be there. Phenomenal band. Garbage is great. Great songs. Great songwriting. Good band. Good band for the time. Good band now. Yeah. And they played direct in for everything. They, I don't know what. But they literally had a dude on the side of the stage that had a fucking studio. <laughs> it looked like a fucking studio. He had a soundboard and then he had like a studio. And he was mixing and mastering in real time. So shout out to that guy. Holy shit. I don't know what they did, but man, he made, like, their, their bass tone was probably the fourth best bass tone that I've ever heard in my life. Wow. Ever heard See, and life. I, that's, that to me, that's the, that's to the point where it's like pushing it. The, the, yeah. To that end, it's like, whoa. When you have a, when you have a, if I had Jason Groves on stage with us, making us sound like the album. Like, dude, good. I would love that. But there's no world I could pay him enough money to do that. And then I'm not giving up my fucking two-band, man. 
or my huge old school uh, solid state amp. And like, you can ask, are you solid state or YouTube, dude? I love them both, baby. Yeah. Ask at the same time, man. Dude, like, why you, like, what, I hate that why argument. Only, why are you going to limit me to one? Why can't I have it all? You know? Right. I hate that argument. I hate the arguments of. Uh, four things and you got to get rid of one fuck that shit okay, so people honestly, like what they like how do you feel about dudes that play with picks i play with a pick i mean i do too i was just i was just ugh, hey, hey i mean dude okay so i'll say this there is just as much validity in lemmy's playing I mean, as dude. much as there is in Sting's playing, or Jocko's, or uh, John Entwistle, uh, or anybody else, or yours or mine, because we all have our own way. My my biggest influences on bass are actually, you know, there would be Lemmy, Jason Newstead, Getty Lee, Dusty Hill, and uh, oh, Chris that's, Squire. That's fucking hell, man. Yeah, I mean, those five bass players to me are like the quintessential, like the five dudes that I like. Their sound overall, their ability overall, you know, and what they do. I, uh, you know, I... And there is some other peppered people in there, because Geezer Butler is in there too, but, yeah. uh, you know. Yeah. And probably Geezer over Chris Squire, but like... I just love, like, I'm in a yes mood right now. <laughs> the, oh, another thing. Uh, we're playing Maryland Doomfest. Uh, yeah. 20, um, June 20th through the 23rd. Uh, and, like, dude, the blood is insane. It's like whores, bloodshot, red beard wall, ten-ton slugs, switch play Jesus, uh, King Bastard, Conclave, Indus Valley Kings, Windrider, when the deadbolt breaks. And, like, so many more, like, fucking insane bands. I'm working my way through the list of, like, just listening to every band. To see who you want to fucking check out. Yeah. So good. It's so good. But, like, Jamie Madsen, man, like, his whole crew, they do a solid job. Like, and, like, it was one of those things, like, I was talking to him, and I was like, literally, this is, like, this is, like, I have ideas for where I want Crop to go, and like dudes like that hit me up, and I'm like, dude, this is bucket list. Like, man, yeah. dude, like hit Crop up and was like, hey, man, you guys want to play? And I'm like, this is the Pope shit in the woods. Because <laughs> I think he was out there and had to poop, and there's no bathroom. Right. Like, duh. And yeah, man, and like, like I said, man, JB's fucking, he's just a solid dude. He's like OG, OG scene doom guy. He's been in so many good bands and he drums and like, he's the other, so he's like our favorite person. He's a fucking drummer, man. The right. other in the rhythm section, the person you need around, you know? Oh, for sure. And, uh, but yeah, dude, like so stoked on that. Like, like words cannot comprehend how hyped I am about that next year. Like, definitely. So you were uh, talking about the horse burner guys. Yes, uh, the horse burner. Oh, man. Dude, God, I love those horse burner guys. They're, like, I don't know how they're so, they're so tight. They're so together. Such a perfect band. They're like, they're like if Mastodon drank iced coffee. You know, like, they're so fucking good, man. And they're such sweet boys. Like, the she boys. God, the she boys are so sweet. 
Uh, but like, dude, uh, horse. So we're doing this run with horse burner uh, in February. It's uh, February fifteenth, sixteenth, and seventeenth. So it's Lexington on a Thursday, the fifteenth, with a uh, Swamp Hawk. Right. Swamp Hawk's the heaviest band. Right. <laughs> They're so fucking heavy. So then we're going to Johnson City. Uh, so the fifteenth was in Lexington, up in Green Landing. Then we're going to Johnson City, the Hideaway. Okay. February sixteenth with with Windrider. I talked about those cats earlier. Definitely. They're like super classy, like Sabbath worship. Oh yeah, like, I know who they are. Uh, like good, good, good man. They're so good. They're and they're like and they're they're so passionate. Like yet again, like another band that's so passionate. Um, and then we got February seventeenth. In, like, what I would consider, like, our home away from home. Right. Ye old Mag. Or the only Magnolia Dome. Ye old Mag Bar. Of all places, the place that just gives you and takes from you and loves you and then gives you back anything they take from you. And hopefully you walk out alive at the end of the night. Because I think they stay open to, like, at least four in the morning or some dumb shit. Yeah. Like, and so we're doing that with Baptized. Definitely. And, like, you're familiar with Baptized, Oh, of right? course. They just played the big and, goddamn metal show. Oh, God, I love those cats so much. Uh, Sweetheart Bob's in that band. And then yeah. you got the Shaka Brothers. Dude, seriously, the best bass player. Like, that's like, you want to go on best bass players? Best bass player in Kentucky is Andrew Andrew from fucking Baptized. Oh, he's wow. also been a blonde scryer. Dude, it's, he's, he's pretty badass. I love watching him play bass so much. And he's like, he's so into it. Mm-hmm. And he's fucking rocking it. And he does all the right runs. He hits those fields like, dude, and he just locks it. Love that cat. Love that. And the fact that we're playing with them, and then fucking Trent Combs. Fuck you, Trent Combs. <laughs> right. He can go eat a bag of dicks. I hope they're organic dicks grass-fed. I want the best dick for you, because I love you. But I hope you eat that bag of dicks and piece shit. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> oh, yes. Okay. So, you know, I do like to ask general profile questions about people as well. It's called derailed. I'm here for you. Absolutely. So we're going to hit into these right now. What industry or company or organization would you leave your current job for? Well, you know, there was a time I thought I could do porn, but then I found out I have a really small dick. So like, (laughs) where I'm at, you know what I'm saying? Right. Because that, yeah, that, that doesn't uh, necessarily work. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, uh, John Bobba had a career and he had no dicks. So like, didn't he get it chopped off? Like, I, I, I thought there was a, I thought there was going to be a market for this. No, man. Oh, shit. Know, female modeling turns out I'm not that good looking. Like I might look in the mirror and want to fuck this guy, but nobody else does. Honestly, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> Uh, intelligence or wisdom? Which do you feel is more important? You know, wisdom. I'm going to go with wisdom. Intelligence is cool, and you can read books, you can do shit all day, but man, sometimes those old cats come in with some dumb shit that you're just like, I needed that level unlocked. I needed right. This. You know, like, like it, it's like, the, it's, it's, it's the day you realize your, your dream is what you're doing, and you're focusing on that dream. And whatever you want to obtain from that dream, that's your vision. But where you're at right now, that's the dream. Yeah, absolutely. And you got to live in those moments 
to chase that dream because if you're not enjoying it, you're never going to enjoy it even when you get there, man. And so, like, definitely wisdom, man. Definitely yeah. wisdom. Hey, Hard wisdom, always. I, I'll, I agree with but that. It reminds me of, like, a wizard. Wizard wisdom. Just, like, chilling there in his hat, smoking a big pipe, stoned as fuck, like, drinking <laughs> fucking elves wine or some shit, just having a good time with their shoes. Man, you, you need to write that into the next album. You need to write that into the next album. You know? Like, like it's like some... It's, yeah, it just is, dude. It's, you know, and also they look like they smoke a bunch of weed. So, like, who wouldn't like a wizard? You know? <laughs> Hell yeah, I, I also, dude. God, I'm going to get on a tangent. But I'm going to say this one thing, because this is a cool thing. Um, I, I, I was talking to a tattoo artist once, and he was uh, talking about, like, wizards and reapers. Yeah. Like, Grim Reapers, wizards. And he's like, dude, Grim Reapers are just dead wizards, man. And like that's that, pretty, like you want to talk about some wisdom that like just like fucking like that's pretty just, fucking, like, fucking awesome. Destroyed man. me for a minute. I was like, dude, I've never thought about reapers, grim reaper, grim reaper is just a dead wizard, bro. If you could have something named after you, what would you want it to be? Well, you know, I've always thought about having this brand of coffee pots and razors named Braun, but there's already a company that does that. No, man, come on, really. Man, oh, that's that's actually that's. If we could have the brawn, uh, the brawn Dovni. The problem is, is, there's so many like copyright infringements and lawsuits. I don't think I can answer this question because I'm going to sue just thinking about it, man. Really? Yeah, I yeah mean, but the organization's going to come after me. I mean, like, they obviously, like, they, could you? Would there be like a signature base? Uh, well, you know, um, that's always tubes, a thought. Tubes. I would take some tubes. Okay. So do you have so you have your own configuration that you run? Like tubes? Yeah. No, man, I just have electro harmonics fucking But you tubes. would want your own electro harmonics tubes though? Yeah. Why not put my name on them? They can be the same tubes. Like I mean Fuck yeah, man. So really like it's all marketing. So like if you're asking me about marketing, like but <laughs> Missy Elliott reverse it, you know, do the thing. So all right, first of all, I would put my name on everything. They would let me put it on. <laughs> I don't, a bass, strings, picks, fucking amps, fucking tubes, all of it, dude. Market me. Like, have you seen our logo? It's the same upside down as it is the right side up, man. Put that shit everywhere. I love that logo. Like, I have no qualms with the idea of, like, people are like, oh, man, like, keep it this way. Like, I love DIY. I grew up DIY. I am DIY. But if some motherfucker offered me a paycheck, dude, I will sell out tomorrow. Well, yeah. And, I mean, I think out, I think like, most of us I, would. If but I stop doing my day job and pursue music and actually, like, get to that point, yeah, man, that's the dream. We all have that dream. Right. We all sit up, sit around after band practice, stoned, being like, you know what, man? When we hit it big, dog, we're gonna buy like a 2019 Chevy Express van. <laughs> we're all gonna have our not a new one because we're reasonable, but like it's a few years old. It's got 120 thousand miles on it. It needs brakes and everything else because some carpet guy had it. But like, it's cool. We'll figure it out. Like, but like. It, it's one of those things, man, like, 
it's like the, the dream side and the realistic side. I'm like, to be a band now, you have to have that realistic side. It kind of sucks because it hurts your dream. Right. And like me, 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 like where I'm at, dude. Yeah, dude, if they want to put my name on something, like Bron Dabney, you want to put it on something, bro, I am down. Let me sign it. You put it on it. I would love, like, man, uh, like Ernie Ball, like, like Ampeg fucking like the shit i actually played but the problem is is i already own it all and bass strings aren't that much like right i really want to sign my life away to one of them motherfuckers <laughs> like, like i get you know, it yeah why it comes back and you're like what like like this, like it's like this dude just sold out but then he talked himself out of it and that's that's the everybody lives there man like do you want to do it do you want to be stuck like it's cool man like you play a rick right i saw you play a rick yeah you only want to play a Rick. No. So if Jackson walked up and was like, hey, man, we want you to play this dumb, fucking, weird-looking, dumb shit bass with your name on it, would you do that? Would you do that? Honestly, if they built it to my... If they built it to my spec, yes. Okay, I, look, I respect that. I respect that real hard. Because um, I don't... I don't want to say I don't play shit. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, but you know. I, you know, I do have a Rick and I have a Spectre. Yeah, a- yeah. And they both have a different feel, but they yeah. both feel like they were made for me, if that makes any sense. Yeah. So if I could have something that either had a similar feel that made it feel like it was made yeah. for my hand, okay, we're, then we might be in business. But to this day, Jackson never has really done that. So, so that's why I don't play I, them. I have, I have these setups. So like, I, like when I walk in for a show, I'm like, I have, I have a 1981 PVT 40, mm-hmm. and it's like it's so pristine. Like it, like it looks like some dude might have been in one band, played it for ten years, and then put it in a garage and never touched it. So it's got a little road wear, but nothing bad. The neck's perfect. It's not splitting. And then I have like a, a 2022, like, uh, like American professional P bass. Okay. Fender, really nice string through body. And I play these, I, pl- I buy like the purple pack of Ernie balls, like the big, the power slinkies. So I buy the powers, but I buy the five string and I, I don't use the 50. Okay. Small. So so I have it set up like it'd be a fucking five string, and then so we're in drop A. Okay. So so I found somebody that, but also like a heavy fucking bass. Like I'm not, I'm a big dude, man. I'm like I'm six six one. I weigh two hundred fifty fucking pounds. I don't care if it weighs fourteen pounds, man. Right. I, I want a bass to have weight to it. I well, want to yeah. feel. Wanna it lends to the tone that, too. Uh, Dude. But your Rick's probably heavy as shit, dude. It's probably yeah. what a nine-pound bass. What's that? Your Rick? How how heavy's a Rick? Uh, I think it's nine. Yeah, um, that's nine pounds, dude. If you're okay, there we go. All right, so like, but like nine pounds, dude. If you have nine pounds on your shoulders, like that's a child. You're bearing a child. So like, you're bearing mm-hmm. a child for like what, like thirty-five to forty-five minutes? Yeah. You know, like you're holding And that's that. not including the weight from the pack and everything, from the packs you know, and everything. 
You you use a wireless? Yeah. Oh, see, I, I, I'm a cord guy, man. I just like, I break, like, I am, you've seen me play. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I will throw my, like, yet again, go back to Jason Groove, shout out to that motherfucker. Like, you see that at a young age. You see a guy toss a base, and it's the coolest thing in the world. And you're like, and the thing is, is I don't, I'm like you, I don't play junk. Like, and I, I don't want to hate on a guy playing. Like, if you can afford it and you can play it, you play it, baby, and play it the best you can. Fuck yes. That's really I'm what I'm saying. saying you're, I'm sorry to use the word junk. It's not junk. I like exquisite pieces of musical art. And I like to treat them like they're a lady of the night that lives in Las Vegas that you're never going to see again because you're on fucking boys night. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just toss it. Toss it around. That's you can't use that. That's really bad. And it might be worded okay. I don't know. We'll figure that out. But like, I just I'm really mean to my instruments. I'm not I'm not nice to my gear. Like I will take my neck and my bass and I'll slap it against something. Like I'll throw my shit. But it's like it's that moment. It's that moment you get right. fed up at the moment. You get filled. Right. And you get to the you get to that moment where it's in the show and that's the thing that needs to be there and yeah I get that I've it done stuff like that I I mean I don't treat the Rick like shit but I don't fucking baby it either I won't buy a Rick because I would treat it that way Oh dude some of those are the best though Like dude I just like and and like you know what dude man have you heard of a like uh, there's this company called it's it's Decibel and it's this cat that makes basses, and they're cool because it's like it looks like a Gibson logo, but the 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 T for decibels an upside down cross. I have not. And, like, he makes these like rippers. Yeah, these ripper ba- And they're so sick, man. I don't remember the dude's name. I wish I remembered the name, but man, you should look up decibel bass. They're oh my god, and like he was like, man, I'll make it like like I talked to him and I was like, I'll make it heavy, and I'm like. I could never spend that on a bass because, like, dude, you'd be so disappointed. I would send you a broken neck bass. Like, it's an through body. Like, can you give me one that's aluminum? Or, like, like I think that's my next step with a neck is I want an aluminum neck. But, I, like, I feel like that's almost more fragile than na- maple. No, no, actually, dude, those, those fucking Kramers are great. Oh, God, dude, yeah, man. Uh, but they do. I, they weigh a fucking ton. They're like 16 pounds. Dude, those Kramers are... Oh, man, I love a Kramer. Breathe it out. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. They're, they're, uh, dude, they're fucking awesome. Do you think you have what it takes to be an astronaut? Absolutely fucking not, man. Really? No way, no way in hell. No way in hell. It's I'm, such a confined space. Yeah. Like, I get, out in space and it's so big and open but you have to be in such a small space to see so much space nah man I'm good with pictures <laughs> dude I, I totally I'm get like, that so you think uh, you think getting getting to space would be the the thing that would be the, the seeing everything from above would be the difficult part no no that'd be the best part the hardest part is being in space and no matter how you're in space you're in a con- enclosed tomb right you're on a ship you're in a tomb you're in a mat you're in a uniform you're in a tomb like you're never you're not open like i don't want i don't want to be like i I don't want to be buried i want to be cremated right throw me there once burn me send me ashes and set me free 
don't I ever, did. don't, and this goes back to playing bass, this goes back to life, bro, don't just, don't put me in a box, man. Right. Don't ever, and I'm like, when I die, don't put me in a box. <laughs> I don't ever want to be in a box, man. Don't, <laughs> box, don't give me a box, I don't want to be there. I exist in this realm, and it's awesome, and I want to be here, but like, I don't want to be in a box. Even For sure, man. And then I feel like going on a spaceship, that's a fucking box, bro. Because, like, if they got punctured or something happens, bro, you're done. You're done. Like, and, like, it's not the fear of looking back. I would love to see the Earth from that angle. Right. I would love to go up and be like, God fucking damn. That's beautiful. Like, imagine the doom metal you could write after seeing the Earth. You know? Like, if they sent, Mike, or sent Matt Pike up, the entire band is asleep. Up. And they're just like, looking around. Imagine, so we, okay, fuck it, I want to go. Yeah, I'm down. I would be an astronaut, fuck it. I just talked myself into <laughs> Now you just talked yourself fuck into it. it. Go. Yes. I'm going to the moon, baby. <laughs> yes. Uh, dude, Bron, before we jet out of here today, uh, as always, links are listed below, so please give like, share, and follow. Go see these dudes anytime you can. Go pick up merch uh, off of the Bandcamp page. Go support them in any way you can, because every little bit fucking helps, and it is for for the reasons like that why we keep doing this shit. Do you have any shout-outs you want to give today? I know we've shouted out like a ton of fucking people already, but specifically... I, I, like, I think what, it's not even a shout-out. I just want to talk about, like, maybe a handful of bands I've played with in the past year. Sure. That I really, like, I mean, Horse Burner. Right. Gonna do Horse Burner. Horse Burner is so fucking good. Howling Giant. Phenomenal. Oh, love them. They're I, actually going to be soon. So, so good. Uh, um, Howling Giant will be appearing on a sister show to the Metal Forge, uh, the Alehorn, coming up after the first of the year. So, oh no. yeah, who are you talking to? Which, you uh, know, which I don't know. It's uh, Jason, the guy who does the Alehorn. He's he's doing yeah. that one. They're, they're so sweet. I love all those guys. Um, Fairwing guys. Oh yeah, absolutely. Phenomenal, phenomenal band King Volume Records. Like, dude, they fucking just. Everything they have so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, like, some of my Eastern Kentucky boys, Buzzhound. Right. Buzzhound, really good. Fucking Season of the Witch, Appalachitari, nail it. I can't forget about She. I mean, fucking She. She's She. Uh, Swamp Pop's fucking killer. Storm Toker's killer. Like, this this region. Oh, fucking Bless Black. Fucking Lordship. Right. I mean, dude, so many good bands. Like, oh, Windrider is good. Uh, a fucking a dope scum from Chattanooga is real good, man. Like, dude, I could go. I could. I, I'm hell yeah, man. No, I totally get I, it. Wanna Johnson, fucking Radiant, goddamn North. I didn't even get to Ohio yet. God, fucking Radiant from Northern Ohio, mm. dude. Those cats slam rebreathers real good. We played with them like two times this past year, and like they've been doing it forever. And like, man, they're just like they're so fucking good and their gear is so good and their sound so good and like oh, they just oh, it's like a you feel it you feel everything in you you know yeah for sure dude. Um, but yeah man like recap this year's been fucking crazy I would like to say one thing 
I'm doing a fest in Lexington on 420 of next year, 420-24, called Legalized Legs. Be on the lookout for an announcement 1st of January. Right on. 11 of the best regional acts, dudes from Louisville, dudes from Cincy, dudes from Asheville, like dudes from Lexington, dudes from fucking uh, Indiana, all around. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be one day, 11 bands, 20 fucking dollars at Al's Bar, two stages. Hell yeah, man. I'll, I'll look forward to it, and fuck yeah. But yeah, dude, it's going to be insane. I'll let you know when that gets announced. It's fuck fun. yeah, man. We'll have to come on again and promote it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, anytime. Anytime. Anytime you have a down week and you, anytime the news days is slow and you need a crop guy to come down. <laughs> Not at all, man. I've been meaning to get this done. Uh, I've just been like fucking so busy. I just have to make it happen. I actually liked how this came together because it was so like, hey, man, you want to do this tomorrow? I'm like, I'm actually pretty, like, my wife's at work. I'm pretty free right now. That'd be <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Be uh, March, like every night. So like, this is, this is just like, I have me time, like, I don't know, six nights a week. Fuck yeah, dude. Nothing wrong with that at all. <laughs> so my final question of the day of for the Metal Forge is obviously in the Doom like genre there's a lot of concept albums if you could pick a movie to base a concept album off of what would it be man oh god i mean dude you're gonna do this to me yeah what movie what pot what what movie would you pick to write a to write a doom concept album what's that i'm not picking i'm not picking the fucking It'd be blow by Johnny Depp, man. I mean, come on. <laughs> a doom version of blow by. <laughs> That's great. Have you heard like half of our songs? All of our songs are about doing coke and killing yourself. <laughs> <laughs> crops not just about weed, man. No, I know. <laughs> There's crops out there. We all. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome though. I mean that that dude that would be a fucking badass album though. I would Well, like so you know, it's this thing with us that like it's not that we like drugs. We just like the way they smell. Yes. <laughs> you know, I mean you know, and like, a lot of people, I don't want to talk about that. Yeah, man. Because that's how you get the shit for free shows. Like, man, as long as it's good. Well, you know, the thing about it is, is like, you know, what's the, I've seen so many people react to like, what is a. 10, 15 years ago, we, like, and you you just hit your vape, man. You're smoking weed the whole time. You were stoned when you fucking got it. So, like, the thing about weed is weed is so commonplace because a lot of us don't like to drink like, I'll have, I just had two beers and two bourbon drinks, and I'm done drinking for the night. But I'll smoke weed until fucking one in the morning and hang out with you. Right. It's so commonplace now that, like, cocaine's just the new, like. Yeah. It's the new weed, man. Right. It's, if you're in Loving Las Vegas and you see his, like, suitcase with, like, just all the drugs, and it's like, bro, you can't even get, like, 30% of those drugs anymore. And the other 40% you can get aren't good. And the only thing that's good that he's had that sucked was the weed. Right. Like, his weed, like, dude, back, dude, weed back then, like, cocaine was so good back then. We'll never know. We'll never know. Our weed's so good 
That's what it's about. I mean, that's yeah. I, I'm cool with that. And 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 that's the realness of it. And and I think honestly, to me, when it comes down to that whole thing, is you people lie in their day to day life about just stupid bullshit. You know, like oh, you know, fucking nah. You know, they fucking you people rationalize with the with themselves and what the fuck ever. But, you know, and I totally deal with that thing like how Lemmy said was just like, once your feet hit that stage, if you're not 100% your fucking self and you're not fucking producing 100% of your fucking self to the people out there, you're not fucking doing it right. Dude, thank you so fucking much. Uh, On our way out today from the EP, what do you want to play? You know, my favorite, man, let's play an A. Awesome. We're going to end that. Let's end it right. Awesome. I was going to ask about that. So it's just an A. Yeah. Oh, so, okay. Nah. Okay, so so we were talking about uh, like concept albums. And REP is actually a concept album. Right. Uh, it's comparing a night of doing really shitty drugs to a bad relationship. Right on. Start out the album and you end the album. And then like, so like shame chamber, you're in the shame chamber, rotten, you're a piece of shit, blind spots. You're not looking anywhere. Like you're just fucking living. And then he said, uh, something about the sun. Like, so, but then you get to N.A., and Na is the was that sodium? Yeah. What sodium salt? Yeah. What's all compared to? Yeah. So you're looking for more, and that was the whole. Once it ends, you're still looking for more, and, and that's definitely always looking for more, man. You know, and like Mark's such a lyrical genius in that way. Like he wrote this whole thing, and like, dude, I have fucking like six. Like old school black and white, like 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 notebooks that you write your name on. From Mark, he just fills them full. I have six at my house, like and they're full of lyrics and poems and shit. And he's just like he'll go in and he's like, dude, I got this melody line for this song. You just wrote it. I have this thing written. I think it'll work for this. And he'll just come in and he'll have a fucking whole song to this shit. Dude, that's fucking awesome. He's been sitting on it for three years. We don't even know we wrote the song that he already wrote. Dude. Like, dude, ain't like that. Like, he just, like... But, yeah, dude, I could, I could show you... Like, he's got all the Kurt Cobain-looking books full Fuck. of fucking... Man. So, I tell him, I was like, if you ever die, I've got the rest of your lyrics. It's cool, man. Fuck yeah, man. Uh, so, on our way out, man, in a...
in 2017, one man's vision and passion for all things metal started out as a record store in his house. Years later, the fight against a mainstream empire continues as Shade Beast. An independent metal collective and online store based in Athens, Georgia, is the world's premier heavy metal brand for music heads that value authenticity over the mainstream acceptance. Featuring original t-shirts from some of the best underground artists, as well as stickers, posters from the Shade Beast Presents concert series. Unique, one-of-a-kind collectibles and small curated selection of vinyl and cassettes from the masters old and new. Visit ShadeBeast.com and enter promo code SITHLORD for free domestic shipping on your first order, whether you're a new customer or returning. And be sure to join the Shade Beast social groups on Facebook and the interwebs to keep up with the new release announcements and talk all things metal and Star Wars. You'll never find a more wretched hive of scum and filth. Welcome to the night. You think you know Night Demon? Then the Night Demon Heavy Metal Podcast is for you. Step into the darkness as we peel back the curtain to give you an unprecedented, all-access look into the mind and the heart of the demon. We're talking band history, song analysis, studio anecdotes, stories from the road. It's everything a diehard Night Demon fan could want and more. This is the only place to learn the inside scoop the deep dive trivia, the untold tales from the band members themselves and those closest to the Night Demon story. Need more? The sacred Night Demon crypt will be pried open to reveal demo recordings that have never before seen the light of day. All with in-depth commentary by the band and the people who were there for the writing and recording process. This is a gold mine, a treasure trove of all things Night Demon. Head over to nightdemon.net or wherever you listen to podcasts. Since 2013, there has been a calling from the underground, from the graves of all those unholy, and they decided to make a zine to talk about all of this. Soul Grinder Zine! An independent metal zine to keep you informed on all things metal and horror from the underground. Available in both print and digital formats, they're bringing you the best interviews and reviews out there today. Not only do they do the zine, but they also do compilation CDs. Check them out at facebook.com slash soulgrinder.zine and start your subscription now. Hey everybody, let me tell you about the new sponsor to the Metal Forge, Unchained Tapes. They're an independent Pennsylvania tape label. They focus on extreme metal and punk with a killer approach to the tape scene. Visit their web store at unchainedtapes.bigcartel.com now to get your fill of tapes. And for being a Metal Forge listener, enter the code METALFORGE10 at checkout to get a 10% discount on your total purchase. 
That's unchainedtapes.bigcartel.com. What's up, Metal Forge fans? This is Alan Bishop, the alchemist of Indiana's Black Forest and head distiller at Spirits of French Lick. Do you find yourself drawn to the unexplained, fascinated by the Fortean, or enchanted by the paranormal? If the things that go bump in the night resonate in your mind, then tune into my brand new podcast, If You Have Ghosts, You Have Everything. Featuring first-hand accounts, collected stories, interviews, history, and speculation related to all things not of this world. Available now on Anchor, Spotify, Google, Amazon, and more. Set back, relax, and remember, if you have ghosts, you have everything. Hey, let me tell you guys about Mercenary Press. They're an independent London label and distributor of all things metal. Mercenary Press delivers the goods from their own independent zine. Trust me, you're going to want to get in on that. To distributing various bands from all over the world, including Cramp from Spain and Sadistic Force from Texas. Visit mercenarypress.bigcartel.com to find out what all they have in stock and what you can order. And for Metal Forge listeners, enter code METALFORGE10 to receive a discount on your total purchase at mercenarypress.bigcartel.com. Check it out now. Hey, Metalheads, it's with great pleasure I get to tell you guys about a new sponsor to the Metal Forge, Ageless Art, New Albany. After 20 years of owning and operating Ageless Art in Clarksville, Indiana, Phil Garrett had a vision for a new type of tattoo studio. Something that is clean and modern, sleek, refined, inviting. And he's done just that with Ageless Art in New Albany. You can find it at 2736 Charlestown Road, New Albany, Indiana, 47150. Business hours are Monday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Sundays are 12 to 6. All sessions are appointment only, so give them a call and go get you some new ink. Or if it's your first time, go get your first one, baby. Maxwell's House of Music in Jeffersonville, Indiana is the premier 12,500 square foot music superstore that has served both Southern Indiana and Louisville, Kentucky metro area for over four decades. Originally founded by Marvin and Beverly Maxwell in the 70s, this gym remains a Maxwell family-owned business. Mark Maxwell, along with his business partner, Whitney McNichol, continued the reputation as being the national resource for all things music. In 2022, the iconic Guitar Emporium of Louisville relocated to Maxwell's Music, creating the largest independently owned showroom in the region. The retail offerings at Maxwell's Music includes a huge selection of guitars, basses, amplifiers, effects pedals, modeling amps, keyboards, drums, banjos, mandolins, ukuleles, sound systems, stage lighting equipment, and accessories. 
The music education program at Maxwell's is second to none. From private instrument and voice lessons to DJ, EDM, recording, songwriting, and music theory, to Rock School, Weekend Warriors, and Maxwell's Music Lab, there is something for every age and every ability level. Down in repair land, guitar and instrument repairs and refurbishment are taken care of by the Maxwell's team of expert guitar technicians and luthiers. They also do appraisals of instruments as well. Maxwell's offers installations for professional audiovisual and lighting systems for schools, churches, clubs, VFWs, funeral homes, sports fields, and so much more. There's also rentable space at Maxwell's, from the music practice and rehearsal rooms for the individuals and bands, all the way to a meeting space and concert venue that seats up to 120. That also includes a professional audiovisual and lighting system and a sound booth. Maxwell's has it all. All this plus original functioning 1947 recording booth to make your own record. Go to the Guitar Hero Throne, to the very own Elvis statue, and don't forget the Harmony Green Pocket Park. There's a reason the Maxwell's House of Music in Jeffersonville, Indiana has been recognized by the National Association of Music Merchants as a number one award-winning best store design, as well as top 100 music store year after year. You gotta see it to believe it. Maxwell's House of Music in Jeffersonville, Indiana. Hey.